0: From Fox 4 News in Kansas City. Are we rolling? Are we on? Hello? Hello. I'm Nick (laughs) Vassos. This is Signal Hill. Winning three championships for two different teams in three seasons will get you noticed. Vladko Andonovsky has quickly climbed to be one of the most respected coaches in professional soccer. He has coached eight women. U.S. national team members professionally. We welcome in and Andodovsky as the World Cup begins tomorrow. Vladko, good to see you. Good to see you, too, Nick. Yeah, so the 2019 FIFA Women's World Cup is going to be held in nine different cities across France between June 7th and July 7th. Vladko, you're the current coach of the Seattle Reign, and one of your players, Megan Rapinoe, will be on that United States national team. And I believe this is her third go-around for the
1: national team. Does that sound right? Yes, uh, that sounds right. Uh, with uh, all the all the World Cups and Olympics and all the players uh, that go there, it's uh, hard to keep up, but yes, I think that's uh, uh, Pino's third.
0: Yeah, and there are many of the stars that you've seen from previous World Cups are back with the team. Uh, tell us about some of the team members and how strong Team USA is this year in your mind.
1: I think that, uh, in my opinion, this may be the strongest U.S. Uh, national team that uh, will ever represent the country on uh, the biggest stage. Uh, I think that the, they're well balanced, uh, and they're well balanced in terms of, uh, in terms of uh, the quality of the players in the positions they're playing, but uh, also they're well balanced in, uh, in the characteristics of the players and age. I mean. Uh, that we have a very good, uh, very good core group of more experienced players, players that have won the World Cup, players that have been at the, at the World Cup for several times. But also we have the, the new ones uh, coming in, like uh, Sam Ewins and uh, Lindsay Horan and uh, Mallory Pugh and Rose Lavelle that, uh, that are just energetic, creative, and I would say the new generation players.
0: Are the new generation players different than maybe some yeah. of the veterans? and in, in what way?
1: You know there uh, there is a little bit of flavor there, there a little bit of a different flavor. Uh, they definitely um, they're very confident, a lot more confident, and uh, they they definitely there's definitely a creativity they, they bring to the to the team. And what is good about uh, about them is they meshed well with uh, with the more experienced players and form this incredible team.
0: Mm-hmm. Vlaco, as you know, coaching in the professional ranks, uh, there's preseason. There's the regular season, and then there's postseason. They're all three a little bit different. But what's different when you go from, say, the NWSL postseason to World Cup? What is play in the World Cup, and how is it different than, say, uh, an average regular season professional game?
1: You know, uh, preparing for the World Cup is, it's a. Completely different than, than anything else. I mean, uh, first uh, the, these players are going to the World Cup. They live their life for the game. But when it comes to, uh, when we when we call it a World Cup year, when it comes to World Cup year, I mean, they literally talk, eat, breathe, sleep. Everything is about the World Cup. They're in the in, they're with our teams but they're preparing for the World Cup. And uh, to some extent, I mean, we know that they're getting for the World Cup, so we're doing whatever we can on our side to, to get them ready for the World Cup. And uh, it's, uh, I mean, it's the biggest stage uh, of soccer. It, it's, you know, every, every four years and I can understand and, you know, for everything that they do. Uh, and when it, comes to, when it comes to the game, to, to one game, I, I think that nothing compares to a, to a World Cup game.
0: For example, Megan Rapino is one of your players for your Seattle reign, leading up to June and the Women's World Cup. How has her role on the team been different than say a, a non-world Cup year?
1: So I'm mean, an interesting story about Megan Rapino this year for the World Cup is uh, before the World Cup, in our preseason the, uh, the national team had a camp which they played Australia, and in 65th minute of the game, Megan Rapinoe got a little injury, so she, she came off, and she came back in uh, in market in Seattle, and where uh, she was supposed to play three games for us. But because it's a World Cup year, and she has a World Cup uh few weeks after that, we decided not to not to take any risk and play at any of the, any of the games because uh, we didn't want to jeopardize her opportunity to represent the country.
0: How many World Cup women uh, have you coached and, and how many uh, have you coached that are on this year's team?
1: I mean, I've coached uh, probably around 20, uh, 20 players that are uh, at different occasions or have worked with uh, more, maybe even more than 20 uh, that are in the World Cup now uh but right now I currently coach eight players that are gonna represent different countries
0: Wow and uh, tell us a little bit about their style of play and what makes them so special to be a national team player
1: they uh, in terms of style of play they in uh, how they um, how they represent themselves or how they showcase themselves uh, they they they're a little bit different individually. They all have different qualities, but they have uh, certain things in common. And what makes them uh, makes them different, they're all extremely hard workers. They they work hard on and off the field, and uh, they're very determined, very committed, and they would do anything to, to be successful. I mean, they know that... Uh, that uh, success is not luck. Uh, su- you know, success uh, just doesn't come by itself, and uh, they know that, uh, that they, they have to do certain things in order to be successful.
0: Can you give us four favorites to win the Cup?
1: Four favorites. U.S., number one, no question about it. Are uh, they
0: the number one ranked team right now of e- in, for, in terms of women?
1: Yes, they're number one ranked, and they, they deserve to be there, and I think they will be number one even after the World Cup. They'll stay there. I mean, uh, I think they're favorites, uh, there are several reasons what makes them favorites. Uh, uh, from the roster perspective, they're, you know, the depth on the roster, uh, they, uh, the, the quality of the players, uh, the preparation, the league, the NWSL league is a great platform for them to uh, develop and uh, play meaningful games. So I think that the uh, U.S. Uh, is for me number one and will be number one. Uh, number two, uh, France, host country, quality team, several, several unbelievable players on the team. Team, uh, team that had that is a very w- uh, similar uh, structure uh, to the U.S. with uh, experience and youth. You, you, where the experienced uh, players like uh, Lasomere or Wendy Renard, some of the better players in the in the world that uh, have been have played games at uh, the biggest stage have played games at world cup but also they have uh young energetic enthusiastic players coming in that will uh that will uh influence the team in and impact the team in a different way and uh number three even though the, the the preparation did not go as well as i predicted or as well as i thought it will be is australia but i think that um the best player in the world for me right now, Sam Kerr, plays uh, in Australia. So any team that has the best player in the world mm-hmm. for me has a chance. I mean, she's a game changer uh, and uh, she can she can do things uh, different. I mean, mm-hmm. she can uh, she can change the game uh, in, with one move, with one spot, uh, with one uh, action. And uh, on top of that, I currently coach three players that are on the Australian national team. So... I gotta have them in uh, in top four. <laughs> um, I guess I'm being a little biased there. And uh, number four, I think that uh, there, there's so many countries that uh, that they, they can get in. I mean, Germany, you can never write off Germany. England has been tremendous, uh, and uh, I think that uh, uh, Holland, uh, European champions, they can uh, they can do some damage, uh, which. Uh, in the preparation, they just beat Australia 3-0, which was a, an exciting win. And they have uh, some incredible players. Uh, Spain can be the dark horse. I think that they can they can quietly get in, unless they meet the U.S. in the round of 16. I think they can uh, they can go through a little bit uh, deeper.
0: Wow. In terms of tactics, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, Vladko, but I the the Preseason leading up to uh, World Cup matches, uh, I think the United States was something like seven one, seven and one, or seven and two. Does that sound yes. right? Something like that. Yes, that is correct. One of their matches, uh, I saw many of their matches, and they scored you know at least three goals in some cases, four goals, and they rarely allowed a goal. So, if you're going up against Team USA, Vladko, you're coaching, say, Team France. Would you just pack it in on Team USA, not let them score, and then maybe just try to counter them one time and then get everybody back behind the ball? Is that the way people are going to try to attack USA? It's,
1: uh, yeah, so it's interesting. There, there are two different ways uh, uh, that I've watched U.S. play where teams have uh, got success against them, and both of them are, uh, are very different. It seems like uh, that when they played England last year, uh, I believe uh, I think it was the She Believes Cup, uh, England surprised them with high press and US was not ready with, for it they, they didn't even prepare for it and I'm sure by now they're going to be prepared and uh, it worked well for England, it was a great game uh, it ended up uh, in a tie so it was a game that uh, nobody expected the, the, to go the way they did, but in the same time it seems like more teams have, uh, uh, have gotten success against US by uh, but, by uh, Sitting up a low block closer to their own goal, not allowing uh, any space behind the block, uh, because uh, th- you know that's where Alex Morgan and Megan Rapinoe and Tobin Heath can absolutely hurt you. So. Uh, and uh, we saw what happened in the Olympics against Sweden in the semifinal, where uh, Sweden just backed it in. I think that they allowed us to have uh, close to 80 percent; it was like 70-some percent uh, possession. But uh, at the end, the game finished 0-0 and, uh, or 1-1. Uh, it, mm-hmm. uh, it was a tie game, and uh, eventually, uh, us uh, ended up losing it on pk So I can see teams uh, looking to do that because. Uh, it's a little bit. Uh, I would say it's a little bit trickier to to play high press against U.S. because you, if you make one mistake, there are players that will punish you.
0: Oh man, talking to Vladko Andonowski, the current head coach of the Seattle Reign. He also won three championships while coaching professionally in Kansas City, two for FC Kansas City of the W of the NWSL, and uh, one with the Kansas City Comets of the Major Indoor Soccer League. You can watch all of the Women's World Cup. On Fox 4 and Fox Sports 1, uh, our station is also going to be down there live for uh, watch parties. There'll be three uh, games in group stages uh, for the women. Uh, the uh, first uh, the first game is going to be uh, on uh, Tuesday, and our Michelle Bogowith is going to be down there uh, watching those games. And then Sunday, June 16th, is going to be uh, uh, is going to be our uh, Big show. We're going to have a pregame show Sunday, June 16th, on Father's Day, leading up to our uh, pregame coverage on Fox 4. That'll be Game Two of Team USA. They'll be taking on Chile. Uh, Fox coverage starts at uh, Fox Four. Coverage starts at 10:30 on Sunday, June 16th. So let's continue our conversation here with uh, Vladko Andonovski and uh, Vladko Let's let's talk about how how. Um, Women, in terms of, we, we mentioned the NWSL, and if folks are not familiar with this league. This is a, a professional women's soccer league. Many of the players that play for Team USA have uh, played or are playing in the NWSL, right? I
1: think currently they're all in the league. They're, they're all playing in the league,
0: and the, uh, they're representing the country as well. What about the other countries, Vlako? Do, do the other countries have professional leagues like America does for women?
1: Yes, uh, the other countries have uh, professional leagues, and uh, there's some very good teams in some of those leagues. But uh, what makes this league special is that every team is a good team, so it, the, the, there's no parody. I mean, uh, they're, they're all good, good teams, and every game is a competitive game. Uh, is a competitive game, while on the other side, let's say France, who uh, who's got a very good national team, uh, the league there. They have two teams: Lyon, incredible, probably one of the best teams in the in the world, and PSG. But then there is a there's a big gap until the, the number three team and number four, and you know, needless to say, team 10, 11, 12. I mean, uh, like Lyon's uh, average score is probably six, seven, zero, and then they have two meaningful games against PSG. They're a little bit closer. While uh, on the other side, the teams in uh, in this country. Uh, the number one team plays the, num- uh, the number eight team, and
0: it can go anywhere. Competitive league, for sure. Yes,
1: extremely competitive yeah. league.
0: And how many teams in the league? Nine teams. Nine teams in the league this year. Um, what are you most looking forward to as you watch uh, many of your players and players that you've coached uh, in the World Cup? What are you most looking forward to in, in this year's Women's World Cup?
1: You know, every every World Cup uh, is uh, – is a story for itself. And the game evolves so much uh, from year to year that uh, is, uh, it's almost like a learning opportunity for any coach. And now when you go to the World Cup, you always see a different a different trend, uh, just a different style or some different uh, uh, different way of, of approaching the game. And for me personally, uh, I, I see it as a learning opportunity. I, in, uh, as a coach uh, you never stop growing so if you can pick up uh, something uh, from any any team you you want to do that I mean you want to you want to get better but then uh, in the same time uh, I have players representing so many countries there so obviously I want them uh, individually to do well and also I, uh, I want their countries to do well
0: Vladko you uh, are from Macedonia and you know, your playing career began in your home country, of Macedonia. You played six years professionally there. Uh, you made the leap to come to the States uh, and play professionally over here in the, in the year 2000. Uh, what was it like coming from Macedonia to the United States then?
1: Oh, it was a shock. It was a shock. <laughs> I, I still remember. Actually, uh, what I remember is that I don't remember the first year uh, when I played uh, for Wichita Wings. And uh, I remember bits and pieces, but uh, the first few games, uh, I barely remember remember a thing. Even after the game, for me, it was everything was a shock. Uh, the game was shocked. Uh, uh, it was a cultural shock. Everything was different. Uh, it's uh, obviously a little bit different now. You know, I've been here for nineteen years, and this is home now. And uh, I feel a lot more comfortable than <laughs> year one.
0: <laughs> well, from Wichita. Uh, from Wichita playing in the indoor game for the Wichita Wings, you came over and played for the, I think they were the Kansas City attack at that time, but was led by uh, Zorn Savick. And I believe it was Zorn Savick who was the assistant coach to Peter Vermees at Sporting Kansas City uh, that brought you in. Uh, you developed a relationship with him, no doubt, player-coach, but since then it's been more coach-to-coach. Coach. Uh, tell us a little bit about your relationship with Zorn and, and what was it like when you made the move to Kansas City.
1: Yeah, so the, the Wings the Right after year one for me, and uh, we got uh, drafted on the dispersal draft from um, from Zoran. I got uh, drafted here, and uh, it was an incredible uh, experience. And I've always said uh, even even when I started coaching uh, uh, the Comets professionally, I said that uh, my uh, my biggest uh, learning uh, learning opportunity was uh, to play for Zoran, who is a, who's been in the league and uh, knew the league inside and out. Incredible coach. But uh, ever since uh, we became friends, I mean, uh, you know, it was like you said, it was a first coach-player relationship and then uh, we became friends and it was more of a friends, uh, friendship and a coach-coach relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, we stay in touch and uh, uh, see each other from time to time, anytime we have an opportunity. And uh, it seems like he's doing uh, very well with, uh, with sporting. I mean, uh, he's, uh, he's done an uh, incredible job uh, um growing the growing the, the 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 sport in the city and he's uh, well known for uh, his qualities. Yeah. Well.
0: Uh he is a class A uh class A rated coach if if I'm correct correct me if I'm wrong Vladko in terms of um uh your US soccer uh your license yeah. so to speak or I'm probably goofing that up. Yes, yeah, so
1: uh, uh, he has an A license, and I think that right currently he's going to his uh, pro course.
0: Pro course. He is right yeah. now. And you are a class A li- uh, I, license. I finished my pro course uh, last year. So you've advanced beyond A. Of course you have. Y- yes,
1: <laughs> I, I, I do. Yes, I, I did. I, I finished That's a long course. journey. Uh, yes, it's quite a long journey, but it's uh, probably one of the most uh, interesting
0: experiences that, that I've had. Well, Um, After uh, you joined the Comets, uh, you won a championship in 13-14 with Kansas City, and then FC Kansas City asked you to double up your duties, and you ended up winning a championship in 14-15 and for FC Kansas City. So your success, um, for lack of a better term, sort of exploded on the scene, Vlatko. You won an indoor championship. You won two championships for FC Kansas City. You're now coaching for the seattle rain you've you've told us you i mean you've coached twenty world cup women uh you've had really some great opportunities uh and then you've made the most of those opportunities as well uh, Are you surprised by your own success that you've had over the few years uh
1: surprise is probably the good word i mean uh Especially early on, I mean, in year and a half, like you said, three championships. Uh, and if somebody told me that I'm going to win a, I'm going to win one championship, and this is not me being uh, not confident uh, or not believing in myself, it, I would be extremely happy. I would say I would be extremely happy with one of them. It's uh, and that's uh, just because it, it's not easy. It's hard. You know, we're competing like the the indoor the, the indoor league is. You know the best league in the in the country some you know, playing against uh, some incredible teams and then uh, uh on the in the wo- on the women's side uh Kansas City was a small market we were competing against uh Jersey DC Houston uh, Chicago Portland uh, who has got incredible uh uh fo- incredible followers or supporters the group i mean it, it wasn't easy for us and it wasn't easy the first one, but it, it was even harder the second one. Mm-hmm. And uh, if somebody told me that, uh, it, if uh, if I was going to be able to be to lead a team that uh, that will win at even one of them, I'd like yes, no problem. I'll take that right now. I'll sign for one and uh, <laughs> be good for the rest of the rest of my career. But then, when you taste the first one, then you're so ready for the second one. <laughs> you, you just don't want to stop. It just it just
0: feels good. I've talked to players who have played for you, Vlatko, and they love playing for you. And it says a lot about your, your, your coaching style um, and your commitment to them. Have, has anybody ever uh, approached you? Has anybody ever asked you if, if one day someone asked you to be the national team coach, if you would do something like that? <laughs> Great.
1: <laughs> you always put it on the, on the spot. Um, I've had... Uh, Different conversations, different times, never, uh, n- n- nothing official. The only official conversation I've had was uh, coaching the uh, youth national team. It was the U16 and U19 uh, women's national teams. But uh, at that point, I, was, uh, I wasn't ready to leave uh, the, the team that I was coaching. But uh, in terms of the, the, the full national team, I have never had uh, any conversation, but uh, it's definitely something I'd, I'd be interested to at least uh, think about
0: well uh we're happy for your success vladko uh great to call you a kansas city in here we wish you all the best of luck for seattle we know you're going to be watching all the games uh, on the women's world cup which is right here on fox 4. so appreciate your time and again best of luck to you vladko
1: thank you very much thanks for having me nick always
0: a pleasure vladko andonovsky is our guest here On Signal Hill. Remember, the 2019 FIFA Women's World Cup is going to be held June 7th through July 9th, and we'll have it here for you on Fox 4. 24 nations are going to compete in the summer for uh, the eighth version of the World Cup. USA is the defending champion. Uh, They won it back in 2015. They'll be going for their fourth World Cup title, having won it in 91 and again in 99. Be sure to check out our podcast page at fox4kc.com podcast. There you'll find Crime Files podcasts. Megan Dillard chronicles Kansas City's unsolved murder cases. Mark Alford, Abby Eden, and Joe Loria also have podcasts ready for you to listen to. Signal Hill uh, and all of our podcasts are available on iTunes, Stitcher, google play and spotify and the easiest way to get notified by uh notified by our fox 4 podcast is to like our facebook podcast page all right so when you're on facebook go up to the search bar and search fox 4 podcast you'll see the two headphones you'll see the headphones up there hit the like button boom you get a notification and then you're going to get our latest edition including this one here from mr vladko and Danovsky. I'm Nick Vassos. Thanks for listening to Signal Hill. We'll talk to you next time.